0: Hello, this is Daniel Tompkins, and welcome once again to my podcast series on The Singer's Lifestyle. This is podcast number six. And after the previous uh, podcast where we spoke about reflux and silent reflux, I thought it might be a good idea to touch upon uh, vocal disorders. So before we get going, I just want to say once again, please head over to the brand new vocal coaching website, which is www.daniel-tompkins.com. Subscribe there, put your email down on the list, and we will send you a free ebook uh, that I put together on the 7 biggest mistakes that singers make. Before you really start to dive into voice training, I do think it's very important to be aware of the different vocal disorders that you can encounter if you abuse your vocal cords too much and for too long. And this is how a lot of disorders are born. And it's the reason why I spend a lot of time with my students, talking them through in great detail about the anatomy of the voice, the mechanics of the voice, how it works and how it operates. But also how to apply your voice in the right way so that you don't encounter these types of things. You have to remember at all times that your voice has a memory. So it's incredibly important that we train in the right way. Your vocal cords are also known as vocal folds. The vocal folds themselves are two delicate white mucous membranes that are situated within the larynx. The larynx being the voice box, which is found at the top of your trachea, the windpipe. Air is the energy for the voice. We need a constant steady airflow in order to maintain a smooth pitch. Now, as air passes through the vocal cords and they draw together, Vibration and the vibration is incredibly fast running up and down the seam of the vocal cords, anywhere up to a thousand times a second. Incredibly fast. Now, these vibrations then pass into the various open cavities in our body, giving them resonance, and that's how we produce sound in general. When we abuse the vocal cords, however, through excessive singing, talking, screaming, smoking, coughing, um, clearing your throat in the wrong way, this can be the cause of the three most common vocal cord disorders i remember very vividly the first time that i got laryngitis um and this being for me the one of the most common disorders um, and laryngitis is is a very frustrating thing to have as a singer because it can wipe you clean and you can lose your voice for anywhere up to 2 to 3 weeks at a time and it was a very a very frightening experience because it wasn't like anything i'd had before you know I'd had tonsillitis in the past, and if anyone's ever had that, you'll, you'll know that it's a very a very painful sensation when you swallow. It's like swallowing needles, and uh, it's very hard to eat food as well because of that. But having laryngitis was very different because I didn't necessarily have pain in my throat. I had a, a very hoarse voice, but um, I I eventually lost everything. There was nothing left. I completely lost my voice. I wasn't, wasn't able to phonate. I wasn't able to generate a sound. I wasn't even able to whisper. And for a singer, I mean, I, I just panicked, didn't know what was happening. But, you know, going to the doctors and being told that I had this condition um, and that it wasn't permanent was a bit of a relief. And after a period of four to six weeks, I think I finally got my voice back to where it was before, uh, to a decent performing and recording standard. So that's how dangerous it can be for a singer, especially when you rely on your voice 24-7. And in a lot of cases, laryngitis is, is a viral thing and it can be resolved quite, quite easily really without any treatment, um, just with lots of voice rest. Sometimes it can be bacterial and then, you know, your doctor will prescribe you with antibiotics, things like that. But the thing is, is you can also uh, generate this um, condition from a cold. So it's really important to make sure that when you have got a cough and a cold, that you treat that, you know, seriously when you're a singer. Don't just overlook it as being a minor thing. Um, you know, you really have to make sure your body is fully hydrated and taken care of with lots of rest. If you go to the doctors and they tell you that you have laryngitis but don't prescribe you with any antibiotics, then the kind of things they're gonna tell you to do are rest. Vocal rest is gonna be so important for you. Steaming, uh, steam inhalations are gonna be really great. Using eucalyptus oils that's just going to help loosen up any secretions in the throat and if you feel really uh sore and have that hot sensation in your throat then you might want to think about getting a vaporizer for the environment that that you're in whether it's at home or in a work environment a humidifier or a vaporizer and this can be used to moisten the air in the atmosphere around you and that can really help sometimes so the second vocal disorder that I want to talk about are nodules. Now you may have heard this terminology when hearing about singers problems and it's a very common issue for professional singers but they are harmless growths that can form on the edges of the vocal cords themselves they they are small and callus-like swellings and they usually grow in pairs one on one on each chord opposite each other. And the reason for that is that That will be the problem area where your vocal cords are receiving the most pressure when they connect and vibrate and that's why they form as you abuse the vocal cords. Now in some cases with nodules, singers do have to have them surgically removed and this can throw up a number of worrying questions because having surgery on the voice can alter it in terms of reducing your range and the ability to sustain notes, for example. And this is why it's quite a worrying thing for both singers and people in the record industry because if you imagine you're a record selling artist on a label and you're having this kind of surgery and it could completely change your voice and your ability and that can raise some worrying questions on the future of your career. However, in less severe cases Uh, nodules can simply cause hoarseness, uh, painful speech and frequent vocal breaks and cracks in the voice and with guidance and lots of rest nodules can disappear within six to 12 weeks. So this brings us to the last vocal cord disorder, polyps. Now polyps are also benign growths like nodules and they're, they're fairly harmless but they are similar to blisters and they can cause the voice to be quite deep, breathy and and hoarse as with all three disorders. Most polyps have to be removed surgically but some can disappear within a few weeks again with lots of vocal rest. So if you experience any of these sensations, any of these symptoms go get yourself checked out straight away. As with all three, the best way to deal with these is definitely prevention you, know, you don't want to get any of this now the best thing to do is just don't push and don't strain the voice you got to learn to recognize when when the voice is speaking to you when it's telling you it's had enough if you lose your range if you feel hoarse or you you sense irritation then that's your cue to take a break you know during performances try not to sing at the top of your voice and push too hard don't put too much pressure on it and make sure that you always warm up and warm down before and after you sing then it's time to rest and be quiet. You have to save your voice and relax. You've got to make vocal rest a regular part of your lifestyle um, as you take care of your instrument, as well as continuing to look after your health and your personal hygiene and the things you eat, keeping a healthy diet. So there you go. Thank you very much for checking this out. I really appreciate it. Please do subscribe to my website, which is www.daniel-tompkins.com. Subscribe there, get hold of the free ebook that I've recently put together on seven biggest mistakes that singers make. And also, if you wouldn't mind, it'd be great if you could subscribe to this podcast. And like I said right at the start, if you feel like leaving a review, uh, it would be much appreciated. And thank you in advance. Take it easy, everybody, and I'll speak to you again soon. Bye-bye.